This is true buzz. That Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. What's up? Welcome back to the True Buds Show. Here today with my sister Emily. What's good? What's good, man? I'm happy to be here. Hey, thanks for coming on in. Yeah. Before we get diving into you know the podcast today, I just want to send a shout out to T Check, my friends over there. This device, uh, end home device, test your you know coconut oils, your butters, your tinctures. They even gave me a flower expansion kit. So, a lot more content coming for T Check. Shout out T Check. But yeah, we got Emily here today. Emily has traveled a lot more than I have, like I mentioned in the last podcast, all over the world. And she has a lot of world experience, knowledgeable girl. And we just shot her first YouTube video. How did that feel, Emily? Yeah, first vid. You know, I'm feeling pretty hypey right now, I will <laughs> say so. Feels good, you know, spreading the word for what I feel like I've learned, you know, traveling around and all those experiences. So I'm feeling pretty, pretty solid right now. Positive mind, yes. Emily. Positive mind. On Instagram, mind. YouTube's going to be popping. So I'll put the link below so you can check out this first video. Five tips to calm the mind and kind of live in the moment, right? Yeah, exactly. Just a simple five, you know. Get your day started throughout the day. Those, those five solid first tips. And you know what's funny about that is I just said that, like living in the moment is like when I was shooting it, I'm just focused on like making sure everything's right on the camera. So a lot of times I don't pick up on like, what you're saying sometimes until we like watch it again mm -hmm. but that's like another example of just like focusing in i just want to make sure everything's right on the video but and then i'm hits me later when i'm editing like i'm like oh shit yeah and you were but that's kind of it in itself you're there right that they're right then focused in on that moment which is pretty cool in itself hell yeah so, hell yeah, yeah hell yeah hell yeah yeah i've just been getting this uh little studio set up here like running around i'm actually like got a little sweat brow going because uh we just had to get this pod going. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you don't stop for anything, you know what I'm saying? Real, hustling out here, times yeah. are crazy, you know? Yeah, they are. I'm sure uh, people are sick of this uh, pandemic talk, so we'll keep it to a minimum, but uh just shows you, we just gotta keep trucking here. Yeah, trying to grind it out, you know, no matter where you are. And to that point, let's talk about like, some of the places you've gone. Uh, you went to Africa first, right? Was that the, kind of the first international trip you did? It was. I went to Mexico, but... We don't remember a lot of that one. No, I'm just kidding. Sounds like my but, trip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the first the first uh, solo trip was to Africa, yeah. So. Uh, and you went there and um, kind of fill everybody in on what you did down there. Uh, so I decided I was, I think I was uh, 20, I was coming up on 21, and I decided to head to Ghana, Africa, and uh, live in an orphanage out there in uh, rural Africa. And that was an amazing, crazy experience just to immerse yourself in that new culture. And I'll cut in actually a picture on the video here. I know a lot of people listen to the audio, but I saw a picture of you in Africa mm -hmm. and you had like three little kids with you. Or you, I don't, you were like maybe laying on the ground or they were yeah. holding you or something and you look so happy and these kids, you guys look ecstatic. Yeah. And when I saw that picture, like I literally stared at it for a minute. I was like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, it's like dog pile. You lay yeah. down and you're like, give me the love. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, yeah, it was just all about spreading the love, feeling the love. And one of the biggest things to touch on that, that I took away from that entire experience, um, even though I could go on forever. But the, one of the biggest things was you don't need to have all of the things to find the happy. And that was something huge for me, seeing all the people that had close to nothing still giving and smiling and laughing. It, coming back, that was huge, you know, being over here in the U.S. and seeing how you could have everything and you're still searching for the happy. So seeing the reverse end of that was pretty cool. For real. I'm like, yeah. how was... You, you told me a little bit about it, like, but how was your lifestyle there? You were telling me, like, all like water came out of bags or something and yeah. that, like what, well, what was we, food like too like yeah. so we were lucky we were lucky to have the water in their bags um it was just uh just warm water in bags it was like the supposed sanitary which i was okay with that never affected me so that's what i was drinking um all the kids in the orphanage were drinking out of the well that was created from a family over here in the u.s 
But villages for miles, um, the women would come with the buckets on their heads and pick up that water, um, which we couldn't drink or else we would get sick. But that's what the locals drank. Um, this had a, like an immunity built up over time, I basically, assume? Basically, yeah. So it's um, obviously not the cleanest of water, but they're lucky to ha- have that source mm-hmm. of water at least. But yeah, so they're immune to that. And then food-wise, um, we had a lot of rice, a lot of eggs, um, yeah. which so... It's filling, it's good for you, and then they had a lot of doughy, like, food that they, like, I can't think of the name right now, but it was, like, a specific dough that you pull apart and eat, and that was, like, their favorite, and pretty good. Nice. Uh, Now, what was the, uh, was there any weed down there? Did you see anything, hear anything? Oh, yeah. Well, first, I was, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding, but, um, yeah, when I first thought, you know, I'm gonna go do this, I was like, all right, I'm not gonna be near any of that probably that's all right for now you know whatever I'll go with the flow but uh yeah I definitely ran into some uh what they labeled themselves as Rastafari's and we hung out you know on the beach and uh smoked up some of their fatty jays and felt real good hearing some uh Bob Marley cover in the background nice yeah so it was really chill, huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, do you know what the laws are like at all there? Like, it seems like it probably uh, was just pretty open. They have a lot more to think about, like, survival. Yeah, um, it definitely had to be, like, well, I tried to be low-key. You know, I'm in a completely new country. Yeah, like, of course, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, one weekend I took a rusty van 13 hours to this, like, resort where you'd stay in these huts that had sand floors and at the bar, you go up and you'd have like a code word, and they give you a fatty J for like five cents. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember what your code word was? I I can't, man. I've been trying to remember <laughs> it. I'm like totally too blazed or something. But no, I tried to remember the word, but I forget. I can't remember what it was. But he's like, oh yeah, I got you. And he, I was expecting like you know like five cents, you know. But it's all relative when you're over there. It's still whatever amount. But he pulls out just that fatty J, and you're like, what's up, man? So, so overall, it sounds like good vibes all yeah, around. Like it was. A, every experience over there was all good vibes. And I felt so safe the whole time. I took precautionary measure. Don't get me wrong. I didn't go in without. I always kept, like, you know, something to keep me safe, self-defense on me and all that. But uh, Yeah, I was a little I, worried never, about you when you yeah, first were going to go. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't like I went in blind. I'm very aware of my surroundings and all that because you can't just go in and just give every single person the benefit of the doubt when you're traveling alone. So I definitely was always aware of my surroundings, kept, you know, like I said, precautionary measure on me. and But I never ran into one tough situation. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, definitely and at first I, I was like, dang. And, I, I was like, dang. And then when I started seeing your pictures and talking to you, I was like, awesome. I was really happy yeah. you did it. Like, yeah. that's really cool. But I will say, like, now I look back and I'm like, damn, I just went an hour into the jungle by myself to, like, hit up a waterfall. And I'm like... Not many people can say that. Uh, yeah, in the middle of it. Yeah, but... I it, can't. Yeah. It was sick. It yeah, was that's sick. awesome. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. And then the next excursion was uh, uh, Spain? Or was there somewhere in between? Yeah. I was out living in uh, You live in Denver. Yeah, let's yeah, talk about so that I'm for a little Colorado, bit. The Colorado yeah. scene. When you were out there, it was all legal, right? Was yeah. it, it was recreational at yeah. that point? Yeah, so that was my first time living in the legal scene it's a different vibe so huh? yeah so that was a great time you know at first i'm like oh wait can i smoke this on the mountain like can i smoke this in the city i'm like oh wait all right i'll smoke it in my house but yeah being able to just roll up to a dispensary and purchase is a great great first experience good, huh? in the end yeah and to your point of like going on the mountains and stuff which i smoke outside all the time and yeah but it's like i read an interesting thing i might have already told you that in like national parks are illegal because it's national oh, land illegal, like, is it or it's illegal? illegal yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah which is interesting i wouldn't have thought that like oh i'm just going to be in like yosemite and blah, blah, blah. exactly and i still would yeah but... yeah yeah. i'm like oh hello park ranger yeah. that's a nice chipmunk over <laughs> i feel like every park ranger yeah. probably is on his own level yeah too. yeah but at first like you know you show up you're like i'm gonna roll up and smoke everywhere <laughs> and then you're like oh okay like be respectful do you, so when you went into the dispensaries out there what was your like average buy what did you would you just buy a little flour some edibles Um, I I would definitely get some varieties of flour me and my roommates you know made our custom little jars we'd have our little jars for sativa our hybrids our indicas our special one of my friends actually is like a he does the wire art so he did some like 
wire art around our spoons. So oh, we had like okay. some little art. With like, it has like little gems on yeah, it. Yeah, so we dope. had those around the spoons to take the weed out of the jars. So yeah. I, went, I went all in on my <laughs> bougie weed status when it was finally legal. But uh, yeah, flour and then of course the edibles. I love those uh, the Stroop waffles. Stroop waffles. And that was actually a pretty thing over in pretty big thing over in Amsterdam is Stroop waffles, but I didn't realize okay. that beforehand. Uh, yeah, but uh, you see, you've seen you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Let's venture into Amsterdam a little bit. Okay. That vibe out there. You were yeah. showing me some pictures, like because we were talking about this podcast, and then you were showing me just how it looked. I haven't been there. Yeah. But um, like the cafe. How was that breakdown that when you went in? So I heard, you know, you go to Amsterdam and. You can just smoke weed in what they call the coffee shops, which are they're like cafes, and you roll up and like people are like, oh, you gotta say this, you gotta say that, you know. So I roll it up. Another like, keyword. I'm Another like, password. I'm like, but then you know, I roll up trying to be all chill and cool. I'm like, hey, like I'm here at your coffee shop, and then really at the end of the day, the coffee shop I went to, um, I think it was Bulldog actually, which is a pretty well known um, coffee shop out there. Uh, I believe that's the name. Don't uh, hold me that but uh i went in there and it's like the streamline you know you go into bulldog and he was just like what do you want and he just sells you your bud and we rolled up a fatty jay on the couch like in any cafe and everyone's just chirping up and it's good vibes you're like hey what's up to you over there like what's good to you and everyone's you know you know the vibe i'm talking Hell about yeah. and then the fact that like everyone's smoking in public like makes it that much more of a vibe where you're just like this is this is what's up and in that moment i was like why can't we do this? Why aren't there more yeah. places like this out there in the U.S.? You know what I mean? For real. It reminds me of like Venice Beach. Yeah. It's just always stanking like yeah. nice herbs and yeah. skunky. Yeah. I think something about being in that like, because people were outside too, like on the patios, but something about like the indoor public smoke setting was like, it's like a hookah lounge, but just filled with weed smoke. So it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty chill vibe. And then also just like, it's all canals of water, if you guys know Amsterdam. So all the boats are going through the streets, which are the canals of water. And then it's all tall buildings that are all different colored. And well, that's what was crazy. Is you showed me that picture yeah. and like it was the canals and then there was like all these houses that were beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. and they're all so close. But the windows from the canal look like not that, like three, it's four like, feet higher. Sometimes not even. I was like, how does that balance out? But yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a trip, especially when you're smoking some herb while doing it so nice <laughs> yeah. yeah i feel I, I need to make it there yeah, for real for sure were they selling anything else like were they selling mushrooms or like anything um i'm sure i like i wasn't really looking but sure, there's sure, definitely yeah. i mean and woman like prostitution's legal there so or at least they make it seem like it because there's like women in all the windows so i don't know they're selling that uh and i'm sure probably a bunch of other stuff along the way so crazy times there yeah, huh yeah and you traveled there when you were living in Spain? Yeah. Correct? So you yeah. took a little, you did a bunch of different trips. That was your central location when you were teaching out there English. Yeah, yeah. So what, were there any other cool trips that um, come to your mind just off the top? That... Oh, yeah. So when I was living out in Spain, even Barcelona itself is sick. And I actually tried to go on a few uh, journeys there, uh, but I got a little scared down the dark alley by myself. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, take a left here. I'm like, all right, I'm a... Like, I've been in the jungle, yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> But, you know, I backed out of that. Like I said, I'm very aware I'm not just, don't go blind in every situation. So, dipped out of that one. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, Barcelona itself is a sick place. You know, there's a lot of diversity. Um, it's got everything. You're in the city, and then you hop right over to the beach. So, that's nice. You know, you're literally exploring the Gothic quarter of all these sick, crazy buildings. And then you can just go ahead and chill at the beach. And actually, the first time I went to the beach, I'm not familiar with nude beaches because this is my first few days in Spain. And I look over and see a old man's uh, diggities. And I wasn't, wasn't expecting that one. So nudity was definitely a whole different thing over there, too. Every go. Uh, uh -huh. That's the thing for old men, too, everywhere, I feel like. Yeah. You go in the locker room, old men just like walking around like, look. Yeah, 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 but it's a little different when you're like, in, like I look over, I'm like, God, oh, this is such a pretty beach. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but, yeah, I've never been to a nude beach. Yeah, I started to, yeah, vibe with that, though. It's pretty chill. Yeah, I, I, I lived it. over there for about a year, so I was like, do as the natives do, and that was pretty cool. And that makes sense, too, like that lifestyle that's so, um, like, 
there it's so uh, sexual might not be the right word but there's so much more open to that mm -hmm. where i'm sure most people like um, and here in america people were so more open to violence and yeah. everything yeah like it's like like sex is like put under and became it's like this thing that like is like low-key whereas yeah. i feel like people i know in europe and have talked to i haven't traveled there but everybody's like it's chill like it's not like a 40 year old version putting it on a pedestal type deal mm -hmm. you know it's like all it's much more open and i will say with that which is kind of crazy is like when you look at uh the pharmaceuticals here and then also gun violence over there in europe everyone's like what the f is wrong with you americans and all of that because it's so extreme but over there it's like a way more at least in spain um like just laid back lifestyle in that way and like that isn't always their go-to is violence like you're saying and then also prescriptions because weed in spain is looked down on it's really bad like um yeah it's looked down upon but actually something i didn't do i guess they have they do have a similar thing that amsterdam has but like way more low-key where you can have like a membership and it's like and then the table kind of thing like and if you hear about it like a lot of i've seen in the hostels and a lot of people are like okay where are these coffee shops and i if i wanted to get something i could have a connection you know whatever but there are these coffee shops where you pay, like, an entrance fee, basically. And then you pay the additional price. So, like, there's a low-key scheme over there. Yeah, I which I was, I was grinding, you know. And I was like, okay. Yeah, like... And by myself, I'm like, you know, maybe if I had some people. Like, I had a bunch of friends, but I wasn't trying to pounce on that. But people definitely did it and got, like, the hookup, even though it's low-key. So, there's that if you're out in Barcelona looking around. Yeah, and there, yeah. are the, there are the shops that are low-key and they do hook you up, so. So in a lot of, is it a lot of wine out there? A lot of oh yeah, to... you get wine for essentially like, a, you could get decent wine for one euro, so like essentially a dollar, um, like a bottle or a glass. No, like a bottle, Damn. and like and if you don't, if you're not familiar with European money, like one euro it looks like a quarter, and so you just like give them like you're like American quarter essentially. It's like the euro. You're like here, and like you just get a you get a bottle of wine and Damn. super chill. And, like, you can just do it in public. Like, you can just drink it in public. So, like, you're just, like, walking along, drinking on the street. It's chill. It's like Vegas. Have you been to Vegas? I have not. I need to go. Uh, yeah. I know. I'm waiting to blow, like, all the money. So I'm going to, like, hold off a little bit. Yeah. But, that's a good time. Yeah. But that's the cool thing there is everybody's drinking. Yeah. But I was talking to somebody recently on the podcast. Forgive me. I'm forgetting who it was. But uh, they were saying, like, that smoking's still not that chill there. Even though, And then I was like, yo, I was rolling around. I'm happy I'm all In Vegas, good. you're yeah. saying? Because it's legal there, but they're yeah. saying, like, they're still kind of messing with people a little bit. Yeah. Like, but I'm like, if people are chugging whatever they want on the streets, they should be able to smoke whatever they want. Yeah. Well, I mean, weed, you know, not I don't think I realize, actually, because I've never been there, that you're just drinking on the streets. Yeah. There. Same thing in New York. When I Even when I was 16 visiting New York. Yeah. We just keep it in a paper bag, 40 ounce, yeah. drinking that. What so? But New York obviously it isn't legal. Is it legal in Vegas, or do they just kind of hush-hush? It's, it's legal in Vegas, yeah. but... Like when you're over 21, yeah. but they were they're not gonna mess with you. It's yeah. like New York, they have more shit going on. Like yeah. I was saying, like in Africa earlier, like there's there's more worries, like or more important things, like saving lives and helping people than like mm -hmm. oh there's some 17 year old drinking a 40 ounce. They're like all right, yeah, cool, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> True. And when True. I'm talking about the beer here, let's bring in the first True Buds Cheers of all Cheers, time here. Man, I'm so happy to be here. That's good to have happy you. Happy to be hanging, man. We were opening our creative eye by the hour. Yeah. Last night we had a brainstorm session that yeah. just... Full-on flow brainstorm session. You know, like where your hair start coming up yeah. and you're like... Uh, we had a couple we, freak out ones like... Argh! Yeah, pick my hat up, <laughs> throw it on the floor. We're like, we got this. <laughs> it's that we had a breakthrough, I think, last night. Yeah. Which is pretty Which is baller. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's important to maybe share. It was like the, the whole deeper lying message of the breakthrough is like just well we're from a big family so it's like just working together sharing what we have you know instead of spending so much time on like something that's not really benefiting anybody maybe besides where you're working i can mm -hmm. speak for myself you know as a being a bartender for a long time yeah it's like i'm helping people i've met great people not downplaying that but it's like it's making the owner's a lot more money and it's not really advancing my personal goals that much besides investing in stuff. So Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, yeah, and like kind of like I was saying last night, like I definitely, I think 
we have something in our blood. I couldn't really give you the science behind that right now, but it's a bit of tiger blood, I think, in that grind. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and just, but when you're grinding it out in a category that's not your own, it's kind of, it's like, and then when you do start, like you start breaking through and grinding out your own stuff, it's like that drive every day that wakes you up and pumps through you. So it just feels damn good when you're focusing it more on yourself, even though like you're saying, you are doing good things and you're learning a lot from your bartending or me working with families and things or teaching. But when you're grinding on yourself and your passions, that's when like for real, you just crush like everybody for real. I'm not even kidding. Like we did a couple takes. Emily just crushed her first YouTube video. There were good vibes that got me thinking. So once again, Thanks, positive man. mind, Emily, right? Yeah. Positive okay. mind. Emily. And then happy marbles as well. Go follow her yeah, on that too. Happy marbles. Happy with an eye. That's where most of your dope travel pictures are yeah. on that I've seen, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's my like that's my personal IG. Uh, there's one that you have and you guys should look at this or go to this place cuz where's that picture when you're on a little canoe and it's like a turquoise water oh, with mountains? Oh, you got to go up to Canada. Yeah. That was Canada? Yeah, I'm up in Canada. I'm in Banff. I'm at um Chateau Louis, I believe it's the name Ooh, actually. Wee wee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I believe that is the name. Uh, no, but you like hop out. Like it was actually a spontaneous road trip. I just moved up to Florida. My homie Adam, what's up? Uh, he, Shout out Adam. Yeah, no, he, he was rolling through Fort Collins in Colorado, and he was like, "Hey, I'm about to my homie bailed, and I'm taking this huge road trip by myself that I've been planning for a year." And I was like. What's up with that? And so we went up and got lunch, and me and my roommate actually spontaneously hopped in the car with him, went on a few day road trip up to Canada. So I didn't know I didn't know a lot about Canada. Like I may sound a little I don't ignorant shit, there, really. but I I except just the really weed a bit. I just like yeah <laughs> yeah except <laughs> that the weed's legal in some <laughs> places. Uh, no, but I like have had more of a drive to go you know across the pond. So but when we got up there and the water was just crystal blue everywhere, and uh, you know we're rolling along with our nice. Uh, lazy and i'm looking over and the water's just crystal crystal blue so they're doing something a lot more right than we are here with our water it's crazy but yeah, that... yeah that's awesome and the closest water i've seen like that is cancun that's why i was happy to go and see that but it still didn't look like it did it's in that different picture. yeah because like it's all these lakes and rivers over there it looked photoshop like yeah yeah it's... and like yeah i know they're like yeah right i'm like no for real this is what it looks like. The mountains are giant. The water's so blue. And like you just, like you, we found a random campsite. And we're like, oh, sweet, we'll camp out here. You just walk out back through the trees and there's just another beautiful lake that looks just like the others. And you're like, how is this possible? So it looks like, it looks like blue Kool-Aid, like, but bluer. To give you a little reference there, so. And did you, you just had the hook there? Did you go to a, was it Leal at that time? Because I know. It, uh, no, we, uh, we definitely just had some things and situated it ourselves Word. Uh, just because we weren't really familiar but yeah it's always safe always yeah. a safe bet yeah uh, but yeah that, that was pretty amazing it's crazy like i just keep bringing stuff up and you're like oh yeah that was just canada yeah no, no biggie yeah. Like, oh, yeah yeah just amsterdam yeah that was a pretty epic trip to canada i've been wanting to do one ever since then so what so do you have any trips i know you're moving to florida which i want to talk a little bit about because mm-hmm. i was looking a little earlier about let's fuck it let's just talk about it now mm-hmm. um in Florida right now, what I was reading is it's medicinal and you need it like a doctor's recommendation like you need it in California. Mm-hmm. Now, I know in California when I moved there and I was getting the recommendation, it was pretty simple. And the list that I looked at for um, Florida was basically the same thing. Yeah. You can get it pretty, you know, it's not hard and a lot of people do need it. So I'm like, that's cool. So that's cool that you might have access and you can get a medical card. Yeah, I will say I do have definitely a few things like back in the day, back in the cheerleading days, I, you know, fractured my spine and things, and that definitely still gives me some trouble, and then with migraines and things like that, and a few other uh, aspects, so get, I think getting that medical would be a pretty nice option for me. For real. So, yeah, I just got to keep looking around, see where I can get it, um, expand my knowledge, I don't know if you know. Well, yeah, well, um, I'm about to start working with a company, Nug, okay. who does online um, doctor recommendations, so... I can hook you up with that, and I'll also put some information below to anybody watching or listening so they can check that out, too. Show them a little love, you know? Yeah, that'd be sweet. I'll check it. You said Nug. Nug, Nug N-U-G-G. Okay. And they, they give the online... Yeah, it's an online doctor recommendation uh, platform for okay. um, medical cannabis. Perfect. I will definitely check yeah. that out. So we'll, we'll dive a little more into that and maybe even yeah. make another video and see how that works for yeah. you. 
Um, I haven't personally used it yet. Um, I just started talking to the company recently. Uh, they reached out to me, so I'm going to start working with them. But it seemed like a legit platform, and I'm down to help people get recommendations when they can. Like, exactly. Easy and as you easy as you can because yeah. it's a peace of mind. I will say right now, too, because I'm moving there next week in the middle of the, all the chaos going on in the world. So That's I think, crazy, too. So yeah, so it's a lot, but, you know, we got to keep grinding. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but getting going in somewhere right now is not ideal. Uh, so having that online option is also kick-ass, so... Especially, too, because when I've gone in uh, California, the first time I literally waited a couple hours. And then they took $5 off or yeah. 10 It was like, like oh, we'll take some. Well, okay, well, I, I still wasn't too mad because I was like, it was the first time. I'm like, okay, I can, I'm good now. Like I was saying, peace of mind. I was like, for real. Yeah. Rolling around like it's all good, you know? Exactly. You don't got to stress. And I'm the type of person that like, I do a lot online, almost like the large percent. So that commute even for me, I'm like, ah. Oh. This is wasted time. This is grind time, baby. So saving that time, doing it all night. Oh, nice. Time. <laughs> <laughs> really, and that's a good uh, little segue here because we can, you do uh, online, a lot of different, you know, schoolwork, also mm-hmm. teaching online. There's so many online hustles like yeah. that you can be doing. Like we're just talking about this nug right now. Like yeah. the, the possibilities are really endless. Content, making videos. Like we live in a great age right now. For real, yeah. I definitely, I will say for anyone that has an interest that um, has English as like their first language as I do right now it's a great time I teach English online and I got like a certification online well yeah online baby but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I got got the certification online to teach and that was before I even went to Spain but now like I have a lot of companies that I'm interested in one that I work for now and that I'm getting hired on to just to um, help teach English and that's a nice option if anyone's interested in that for consistent online income as well so that's what's up yeah i've never really had an online job apart from making videos and doing some podcasts and making money that way i was looking more into it especially when this stuff started all going down but i'm Mm -hmm. just like i'm just going to keep focusing on uh, true buds and creating content that way while also i need to dive a little more into the personal brand which is also something good to talk about that we were talking about last night is it's hard. It's hard to figure out. I mean, and if you and if you have it figured out, props to you. For real. D- especially like. Yeah. You know, it's. They don't talk about that shit in high school. Yeah, <laughs> like real. you're trying to learn, and you know you're taking your extra stuff, but it's like the really that personal dive to realize what your values are, what you care about, what you want to project. That should be a class. To personal touch. branding, or at least branding. I know nothing, and so it's all kind of once you get out there, and even you get into college and. Like, I've had some cool professors that help you get into that. Or if you're not into school, you know, maybe you have a mentor. But it's kind of something that, from at least my experience, you got to try to find yourself, which at first isn't always easy for people to realize if they're trying to create that brand. So, And uh, this, and I have an idea the other day that I'm going to do, because um, I put all my content out for free, you know. Yeah, yeah. All, all my shit's for free. Yeah. But I am working on, I've been in the past, since this has been all going down a couple of weeks, I've really been diving into it more of creating a, like, to start, I'm going to have different courses, but the first course is going to be about um, making cannabis content. Yeah. And my experience um, for video, and I'll bring some other people on to talk about some other aspects through um, photo, like Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, just a simple course, I might even sell it just for, like, a couple dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. just so, like, like if it's $5, like, buy a course if you're trying to work in this field, I would buy that if from the beginning if I saw a oh, yeah. course where it's, like, I mean, and you could go online, let's be real, you could Google it, you could do your own thing and figure it out. You could even watch all my podcasts and all my other content and yeah. you'd be cool. But it's just like a, a product online to sell. Yeah, no, it's that's a big huge. Thing. Yeah. It's huge. The how-to and like you're saying, just having your courses. And But you do have valuable information at this point because I've had the similar ideas and with teaching English and stuff and teaching people how to do it. And you do, you have that knowledge now and being able to implement that. And I'm sure you can help a lot of people along the way doing that because I I know I follow a lot of people too that which fashion isn't really like I my like huge cup of tea but all these fashion influencers are now teaching these other girls that are into fashion for example how to do it and how to put yourself out there and I think something that I've read a lot along the way so far from these people is the vulnerability and like you just being straight up like about what you're interested in instead of trying to coat it with something else you know, do a being, little sugar coat yeah. on there Code it again, do another. another. <laughs> but that, that's the back to the personal brand. But that's yeah. also to a 
test of the time, I think, too. Yeah. Is that it was way easier to bullshit back in the day. Yeah. Now people see through, especially like this. I don't know how long exactly we've been recording for, but it's like, we're just being us here. We're not yeah. like, I'm not putting on a front. Like, we're trying to like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like and that's and that's why I love podcasts. Yeah. And that's why it's gonna be cool. I think you should, like, I know you're starting out in the YouTube and mm-hmm. which like starting to crush these videos, but yeah. I think a podcast would be a cool thing to have in the future. Yeah. Even if to start, it was like a solo one. I've I've played with that. Like I know I've gone on some long road trips for myself where I'm like, to the point I'm like four hours deep and I'm like, oh, hey Emily. I'm like, tell me something interesting. And I'm talking to myself, and I was like, you know, I'm going to start recording myself. And like, and then I like six hours deep in my road trip. Then I just like, I'm playing myself back to myself. I'm like, all right, you know what? Maybe that was like my first introduction to me thinking about doing podcasts. And I was like, re listening to myself. I was like, wow. I was like, this is kind of inspiring. Well, that's how I felt about your video today. And honestly, even though it was like a five minute video or something, that could be its own. That could be a podcast. Podcasts don't have to be any certain length. Yeah. It, it's all about reper. Like, this is on video. This is on audio. Mm-hmm. What you did today could easily be an audio podcast yeah, by itself. A lot of crossover in a lot of ways, which that's which is cool. easy to underestimate. Sure, and, all, yeah. and when I first got started in podcasts, I thought it was like, it's it was a little daunting at first. Like trying mm-hmm. to, it seemed a little intimidating. Now I've been doing it since for since November, so it's coming a lot more nice, naturally. Like we're doing yeah. it right here, setting this up. Obviously, like the you know, third wheel podcast studio where I shoot has a little better audio visual. Yeah. But um, like you said, we got to hustle, but just another thought for content yeah. and for anybody listening or watching, it's not that hard. You could go in your closet with the clothes to help muffle the sound yeah. on your cell phone yeah, and plus, record a po- And you, it doesn't have to be video. Yeah. If, if you, if you are somebody who's maybe even nervous about being on video, it's even that much better. Yeah. Go in your closet on your That's iPhone. That's true. Make yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Why not sit in your car, whatever. And then, yeah, which luckily I'm about to move into this uh, two bedroom with me and my significant other. But I'm like, yo, I'm recording my podcast in the other room. So is that other room going to be a little studio? Yeah, yeah, art studio. Actually, for the for my birthday, uh, he got me like a art table and all that so i'm gonna have my art art section for What's sure a, and then also guest art room. table is that like just, it's like a it's like a drafting table is that kind of like what we're on right yeah, now yeah it's what we're on right now but um i wanted one this big actually but amazon didn't really um satisfy with that but that's okay i found a i found a glass one um on amazon that hopefully i haven't seen it in person but hope i think it'll do the job and it tilts up and down so you know paint and create and all that and then it's also the guest room when you come and kick it so that's what's up. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to go visit because yeah. I've just gone out for that cruise I went on lot Fort Lauderdale to just go out on the cruise. But yeah. like I was telling you, I hear some crazy stories about Florida. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never lived there. I don't know a lot about it. So, you know, I'm kind of the person you can't tell from this podcast already, but I like <laughs> to just go ahead and dive You seem pretty in. nervous to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Traveling alone. Oh. Uh, no, yeah, it's just to resurface. I went to Spain alone also. Um, but yeah, no, but I'm not going to Florida alone. Um, <laughs> first time. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, excited to dive into something the new pa- the, again. The weather, though, like, I hear it, like, rains there more than, like, yeah. California, which has been raining like crazy yeah. in California, and I feel like everywhere right now. But it's just, like, that the palm trees and sand and the beach, they exactly. are, they give you a... Even just the palm trees, like yeah. on the streets, I know. Ho- like Pumped. Hollywood, I'm anywhere, pumped. like just, just like, okay, yeah. cool. And it's easy to forget though. Yeah. And it, and that's where I've been trying to get back into because when I first moved out, I'd do bike rides on the Strand all the mm-hmm. time. I'd hit the beach all the time, and then it hit me. Re- I was like, shit, thinking about it right now. A lot, I haven't. Well, probably two or three months ago, I kicked it on the beach. Yeah. Um, so it's easy though once you start living there for a while. Yeah. I will say, I will say, like, with what I talked about today, it's something I try to consciously, like, the mindfulness and all that, like, and trying to continuously be grateful for all that, which is, like, it's a practice for sure. Um, but, and I've never lived near the palm trees. Like, you're saying you've been there for a while. When I was in Spain, I was an hour north, so I was still in the mountains um, from Barcelona, which was more, um, with more palm trees and the beach and everything. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. And especially with our genetic skip, this pale skin back to our nice little bronze yeah. <laughs> little with lots of sunscreen of yeah. course <laughs> but yeah and that's something i've been doing more too I yeah. we used to like just never wear sunscreen but or me yeah. I was, but. Yeah. 
Sun, sun, no sunscreen. Right? Yeah, I'm like, ooh, is this oil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put on. This is gonna make me even tanner. We're like, not even. Yeah. Beach life, though. Yeah, is no, that, but uh, now these days I'm very cautious. Do do you do you and your man have a tent? Yeah, we do. Okay, yeah. that, and that's what it's I've actually, started doing more recently. Yeah. Because we just go, and then recently, like we just we've been bringing a tent. Yeah. And that's so chill. You get a little. You get a little like. Are you yours, saying, Are you saying like a beach tent? Or well, like we a have just a straight-up camping tent. We don't have a necessarily okay. beach tent, yeah. but it's like a six-person tent or whatever. Oh. Four, what, yeah. I don't know, four to six people. Yeah. So we just set that up, post up in there. Nice. And that's like, it's just nice to have, be able to get out of the sun, yeah. have some drinks in there, you know, just have a little, like, like seclusion. Mm-hmm. And then have towels out front, lay on the towels. Just the tent's been dope. No, that's nice. And we have, ours is a little bit smaller than that, which I wish I could call out the brand right now because it's an amazing tent. I'll have to get back on that. It's like all magnetic poles and all that. It sets up real quick. Um, but I would love to do that. And especially, like, we're lucky that we are easily burnt in the sun, you know, with the sunscreen. But for anyone that needs to be more cautious, too, and fair-skinned, hopping in that tent. Yeah, getting that's that what sun. I'm saying. Because, like, I have some homies where they're in the sun for, like, an hour, and I'm chilling, and then I can tell, I, like, look over, and they're not saying anything, and I'm like, oh. Shit, you're hurting Damn, from that because yeah. I, you know, that sun, that sun hits strong sun, on the coast. Yeah, sunburn so. can hurt for real too, but there's nothing too like sometimes better than just like smoking on the, looking out at the ocean. Oh yeah, like for real. Oh yeah, I was on this island uh, right off of Majorca. It's like a 20 minute flight from Barcelona, but uh, um, hour flight. Sorry, I meant 20 20 euro <laughs> flight, <laughs> but uh, no, like an hour flight 20. 20 bucks basically to fly to the side. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that 20 is not accurate. Um, so you get out there and I remember I was like, I've been practicing all the things I'm kind of about to start preaching. And so I was like in the moment and I'm like smoking on the beach and just a happy tear rolls down my face. I'm Damn. like, <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm not much of a happy crier. I'll say like, but I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> this Damn, is amazing. Yeah, it was. And it was cool because I will say it did come from a lot of my practices because you kind of choose how your brain's going to work in the end but yeah that jay on the beach man it hurts hard <laughs> yeah seriously yeah i don't the, i think the only like happy cries i've had is just like me just having like a uncontrollable laughter yeah and like tears will start coming yeah. like oh my god like last night when we made that silly video yeah and, we you know, yeah that, that was, was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> we should <laughs> yeah you guys uh, yeah that will probably never yeah, be released yeah, yeah no that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's some funny stuff though you know you got to keep it silly you gotta, gotta keep it going but do you have any questions or any thoughts about, like, the cannabis game or, like, anything, like? You know, I want to start doing more at home. And I've when I was living out in Colorado, um, I, you know, I had a lot more access. And I will soon enough when I now hopefully go through that nug as well yeah. and get that, uh, the, get that license or whatever. Re- yeah, recommendation Re- license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've made butter at home. And that lasted me forever. But then, like, I guess with me, like, getting the dose right can be kind of hard sometimes. Like, I made these, I made this butter, and then I, I was new to this job, and, like, I was like, oh, I'm in Colorado, I'll bring weed cookies to our work party, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's only, like, like, they're not that strong, but then they ended up actually being, like, strong as fuck. <laughs> and, like, well, and-, and I felt bad, and, like, because, like, people are pretty innocent, it's like, oh, they're, that, like, that's that weak, I'm like... Yeah, like, it's, like, that. it should be. And then, like, I ended up accidentally getting the whole party, like, super stoned. Oh, I, and I felt bad, and everyone was like, no, it was funny. But, like, I was like, that's not chill. I need to learn how to dose out That's what that, That's what the uh, sponsor butter. was I mentioned at the beginning. Okay. The tea check device. Okay. So you would take, say you had your butter. Yeah. You would take it, you would turn this device on it, and you would download the app. Okay. Right? So then all you would do is take, it has a little dropper. You the butter would need to be, it couldn't be hard. It would mm-hmm. need to be like a liquid form. So you take a liquid form butter, stick it in the little slide. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen you do with your science stuff you're working on right yeah, now. Yeah, chemistry baby. All, all you do is stick it in the device and it gives you, so far to me, a very accurate reading. Hmm. And it lets you break it down into tablespoons, teaspoons, milliliters. Oh, and yeah, I just got the completely same. ironic yeah, because yeah. I didn't know what that's, yeah. that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's freaking legit. Like, yeah. Ever since that day, I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm the weed noob. I'm like, and I just got my whole work party so high. <laughs> so um, I'm going to have to um, yeah. test that out. Yeah, once it's, I, yeah, it's really legit. Yeah. I've never even, I'm like, damn, this thing is yeah. hard. Because I've been there too. Because it's hard, you know, like you're trying to 
those things out. And everybody's like, different. You're gauging it off yourself. Or like when I do it, I'm gauge, gauging it off me. Mm-hmm. And I'm have a different tolerance. And yeah. some people have way higher and some people have way, way, way yeah, lower. Exactly. And like, I'm like, oh, like I wanted to make my boyfriend some like eggs. I'm like, oh, I'll make you some like green eggs and ham. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I looked like he, he was ripped. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is not like, they were okay with it. Just so you guys know, but it's like, you know, you want to be able to give an accurate dose and not just put people on their ass. And that's where I a hundred percent agree. And I've mentioned this before on this podcast is that I would see some videos like when I was first starting out and people would just make stuff and not say anything about it. So I'm like, what I'm going to do is make the recipe, Mm -hmm. which I was saying, and then at the end I test it. But like I'm saying, my tolerance is different, but I still try to give a gauge, mm-hmm. whereas of what, how strong it is. Because a lot, a lot of people just make it and it's like, oh, did that work? Exactly. Like, was that good? Exactly. Because like, I've made some stuff too and be like, oh, this wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I needed more. Yeah. Or this shit, like, hit really hard. So be careful. Yeah. Like, I, that's why I always that butter lasts yeah. me all year and I wouldn't leave the house if I ate it. <laughs> like, just for a reference after I learned that. So, like saying it's huge like because being able to make your own as you know like changes the whole ball game because you're like wait i have this much butter to make how many edibles just for example you know or whatever you're using so like getting to know those skills and being able to make it at home saves you a pretty penny that's for sure absolutely especially if you're lucky enough like me to have a friend that grows yeah and gives me his trim and shake Mm -hmm. but a lot of dispensaries also when you get your medical card sell shake too yeah shakes shake was my go-to in colorado for for real like i mean i you know about that beautiful nug but like when i was out there and i was like colorado grade it was cheap i was like you're giving me an o for 50 dollars i was like all right so i was literally like we just have like one time that's a potent batch of an edible yeah and like yeah we would do a lot of edibles and one time like you know once we lived out there like i described how bougie we were with our little weed jars um we obviously weren't um those were never empty. And uh, at one point, we are like, oh, shit, we, we got to head down and get some more. And we're in the pantry, like, munching, and we're like, dude, I just found an O. <laughs> like, it's just so casual. You're like, oh, an O is shake. You know, you could just put it in the back and forget about it. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. So. That's always nice when you find that shake. That and happened like, to me the other day. I was like, ooh. Exactly. Bad. But, like, after living somewhere where, like, weed wasn't legal my whole life. Yeah. Then, finding like an ounce even if it's shake which is still fire in your pantry you're like all right yeah it's another yeah it really is another world another vibe Mm -hmm. that people who haven't been in these places wouldn't understand yeah exactly and it gets rid of i will say for sorry for any of you that are in the places where it's not legal um in that like like paranoia behind it sometimes you know and like you get to the place where it is legal and you're like and the thing is though i still find myself though sometimes like same i know it's like ingrained yeah the colorado natives are like bro chill you're such a twack i'm like sorry man i don't have like the benefits that you had but i mean you know we all gotta do what we gotta do we gotta try to remind ourselves to chill out and stay safe about it so you you were gonna move back to colorado i was so what what was the deciding factor to say florida okay this is kind of funny uh, so about a month and a half ago, a month, yeah, I'd say a month and a half ago, um, I was, I had all my apartment appointments scheduled for Colorado and I was like, all right, I'm back from Spain. We're going to Kansas city to see my family. I'm going to go to Colorado with my boyfriend. And, uh, I'm basically, like I said, all online and he travels for a living. So we're throwing some logs on the fire. Now we're about to go to Colorado, which we love. I thought that was a metaphor for no, a no, second. No, 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 for real. <laughs> this is literally what happened. And like, we're both pretty, we're travelers, we're free spirits. Um, and we're throwing logs on the fire here in Kansas City and it's cold and love all you Kansas Cityans, but it's just not my place. So we're like, let's skittle that all out of here <laughs> and uh, throwing logs in the fire. And we're like, okay, we're flying to Colorado in like two days. And I was like, let's go to the beach. And he's like, yeah, we can vacation. And I was like, let's. Let's just move there. And so we just uh, changed our flight the next day, um, canceled all, our, all of our appointments in Colorado, and just flew out to Florida instead. So. Spontaneous. Yeah, literally, it was like a, it was a two-day spontaneous move deal. And then Looked. now I'm going to go out there and see what's up. Yeah, and that's uh, awesome to keep that open. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. I love that. You know, I also respect people who are very analytical and set in their ways. Yeah, but me too. I'm, I'm like me that too. with you. Whereas yeah. I'm a little more like not probably like I'm, you know me, I'm still doing crazy shit, making, mm-hmm. been making tons of crazy content for years and years and yeah. going out to California. I was, but still like you're, you're still more like open, I think to doing like, yeah. Oh, let's uh, like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go to Africa. See you guys. Okay. I'm, um, I'd love to Europe now. Yeah. Really, like the whole family were one of eight, as you said, as I'm sure you know. And yeah. like, I'm really kind of the only one that's been that like ridiculous or months. Like, yeah, I don't think right. anybody else has. No, none See, of us yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of who I am. So I just yeah. embrace it. I mean, I definitely spend time to think about and I immerse myself in nature typically and try to embrace what I've talked about and what I will be talking about on my channel. Um, but just fully ensuring it. I'm not just like, okay, I'm going to jump on a plane tomorrow. I'm like, well, realistically, like in the long run. You're like I'm not... three weeks. For no, no, no. I, I, t- <laughs> I truly try to like take time and to channel in and feel like um what feels truly feels right and move forward that's what like i say that. too all the time and it sounds so cliche when i'm yeah. like just trust your gut yeah you know like yeah. that's my thing too it's like just do it yeah. if, if you don't you're gonna regret it and that's in my mind the worst thing you can ever live with is just regrets exactly and like something that i like tend to do is like worst case scenario like what like yeah. you know, like that's like in so many like yeah like and I don't know if that's always a way to look at it. But no, that's know, when I start getting stressed. I do that. Yeah, I'm like I'm like literally, what's the worst thing that's gonna yeah. happen? You go back to where you were anyway. Like mm, okay, yeah. Yeah. you had a new experience that you learned from, even if it didn't work out. You know what I mean? Well, it's always so, good to look at for real. Yeah, especially as long yeah, as, anything. Yeah, but that comes with I will say I want to like put in there with solo travel because I've done it. Um, a few times and like you just can't go into that ignorantly and like I feel like I just want to stress that a little bit you know like yeah go in do it if that's what you truly feel but you got to be aware of your surroundings you got to research where you're going you got to do all that so I just want to stress that within the free spirit itself you got to be you got to be smart about those like free spirit decisions if that makes sense yeah my buddy Bryce was telling me he traveled abroad Uh, he was living in Italy studying abroad I should say and uh, he said one night he was really close to actually like getting really fucked up like jumped like these dudes are following mm-hmm. him he luckily made it away but he has his head on his shoulders he did his work like you're saying he knows the shit but it's like shit's real and i yeah. mean not even abroad even here domestic oh, yeah. like shit like, like especially if it's just like in la like yeah. there's well there's crazy people fucking everywhere so it's like you just got to be there's a fine line between being paranoid and just being aware mm-hmm. it's true which, like, I will say one more thing I wanted to come back to on the Africa thing, which just this was a little mind-boggling for me, that I was always aware there, like, hyper-aware, you know, like, but still comfortable, like I said. But when I came back and I was at a gas station at night, I was like, what's this feeling? And I was like, but it was like being back here and having that unsteady feeling, you know what I mean? You know, I don't know if you know, like, oh, I'm I do, because so I, like, you know, I drove station, here. Yeah. When I when I've I've done the road trip from, from Kansas to Cali twice, and I've driven from Cali to Kansas once, but all those times, if you're driving at night in a rural it's town sketchy. and some random like truck stop yeah. looking thing, it, your just senses are a little more hyper mm-hmm. intense, mm-hmm. if that's the right word. But you're just a little more aware, and you're like, because I'm like, where do, I, I don't know where the fuck I am. Like my GPS knows where I am, and yeah. that's where it's kind of As crazy if it's to think still that. plugged in. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then like I've done that also too with like just girl road trips too, which like. Not to say, you know, girls can fend for themselves. I'll fuck you up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, no, but you know what I'm saying, though. No, and, for like, real. and how they take that. But I will say, which is just kind of crazy with being over there and everyone's like, like, you know, like I did my research on where I was going in Ghana and all that. But if people don't really know what's up, like that still sounds super intimidating to a lot of people. But I try to give that as like a weird reference because I hadn't felt that for the whole time I was over there, even though I was aware. And I got back and I was like, what's this? Like that feeling arose yeah. and I, I was confused because I was like, what is this feeling? I was like, oh, I feel really unsafe. Like, you know what I mean? And just insecure. But I, no matter how, where I was over there, I never felt like that, which is kind of crazy. Oh, interesting. And that, that, that made me think of something else too, because you and your man were very close to buying a tiny like mobile home. Oh, if that's I'm not still, mistaken. yeah, no, that's oh. still on my agenda okay. um, for sure. Uh, so I, he travels for a living, as I said, so he um, wants to have a home base right now. Or else, Which I get. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sense. That's our moving to Florida. And he's like, where are you? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, in, in our <laughs> van by the river, baby. Uh, no, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, taking a bath. Uh, no, but uh, 
No, that's definitely, I'm like more minimalistic and I'll get into that also with um, my channel. Uh, it's something that I think makes a huge difference for me and I think a lot of people, but that I wanted to get a tiny house, but now I think if we stick to having a home base that we'll redo a van. Um, I'm really hands-on. He's really hands-on and like he builds robots. So <laughs> we're gonna eventually um, put together a whole van, I think will be the move. But like I wanted to do that full. And you'll on. have like an uh, just a robot helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Like, he'll, no. But he's I'm like saying, rolling up for you. Like, Roll me a J. No, but just for <laughs> yeah, I'll have my J robot, uh, my blunt robot. No, but he like just for reference of you know. Yeah, his, you know, I'm just passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so I want that eventually to make it less intense as a home base, because which I totally respect and I would do. All those people that live van life, and then like the tiny house life. But I think it'll be more of our, like, vacation van home. And I don't know if I've told you this. I might have mentioned it in some content. I've definitely mentioned it in some content. I don't know, a podcast. But mm. in uh, college, um, I, w I went to school for, you know, film and theater. Uh, we had to do a documentary, and we did a documentary on one dude who had his little VW, like, 76 VW, uh, and he traveled. Speaking my language. And uh, he traveled across, and uh, we asked him, like, what's, like, what did you take? What's your underlying thing you took the most on your trip across the 50 states, you know, all, mm -hmm. he, I don't know. I think he might have done 40 some states. And he's like that people in general are pretty good, man. Yeah. That's like kind of like almost yeah. verbatim for what and I was like, damn, like, yeah. cause I feel like a lot of people are so quick to like downplay humanity, but that's where like, especially like this whole cannabis stoner culture is like, like you were saying earlier, like there's just any, like, the dispensaries like that like Colorado life like Amsterdam like the being in the cafes like yeah. it's so people are just chilling exactly like, there's like no like hostility yeah. like I remember like rolling up in Colorado and I'm in wherever I was and they're like you know sometimes like in some other places and you know everywhere's different but it's like blah 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 ABC and they're like what's good how you doing today and I'm like damn I was like I'm really good you know what I mean just like Creating that conversation and that vibe that I think is around cannabis is pretty just amazing, and I, I love it. And I wish, I hope, honestly, aspire one day to be able to, like, open those type of communities because it's amazing. And it's that, it's that social factor, too, where I've had social circles, and I'm like, we're all hitting up the bowl or whatever. I'm like, you know, we might not be having this conversation if it wasn't for this little bit of pot after work we're like let's all go smoke a bowl for real. you know what i'm saying yeah it's kind of like that you never know even if you don't try but like even with like even saying like you said like saying hi to somebody who knows that person that you said hi to does that like might end up being one of your best friends might end up being a business connection yeah or they just might up end up being a douchebag yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but either way know. you learn something yeah, yeah. and i'll say like even with traveling solo you basically like I'm not the type of person, like, I'm going to I'm gonna chat up some people, you know, I'm abroad, and it's cool, because over where I've been, you know, people are from everywhere, which makes it even cooler, you know, from around the world, and chatting up, it's just, like, it's chill, and, like, I've even made friends, and we went to Paris, and we went to a concert in Paris from just people that, like, I chatted up with and made friends with, so, you know, you, know, you never know who you're going to talk to, and that's, that's weed involved or not weed involved, but with weed... Yeah, just leave it open, right? Yeah, like it you're makes it a lot, but... It's a nice connecting factor, in my opinion, to relationships. Yeah, it's an, it's kind of like, yeah, it's an instant kind of bond. Yeah, and I was about to compare it to like like we did a Cheers, you know, having a little. It's funny that we're, oh, you got me beat a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> like, I feel like alcohol is kind of similar when you're at a bar. People are doing Cheers. It's just a community oh, yeah. thing. I, I guess anything that provides a sense of community for people mm -hmm. is good, to an extent. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess people are doing some crazy hard shit, and it's still like a sense of. I don't all, know. Yeah. I can't but really speak on no, that. Neither I don't can know. I. But I'm sure. I'm sure it does go that way, which I think sometimes is probably a little um, less fortunate. But you know, in every category, it's different. No matter what, something I've become to learn and like analyzing because I've been studying psychology for quite a few years now is how big a, a difference community makes on our mental health, and in my opinion, is essential to have some type of community that you can grasp with and relate to. And that's you know where. I mean? And that's where I feel you for sure and yeah. that's where i feel like right now with all this going on yeah. um this corona shit is like i honestly feel for the people and i want to make more content for the people who are literally like by themselves like yeah. confined to their apartment and they can't really like because you know there's a lot of people who go out to the bars every night exactly yeah or go out to eat every night yeah. and they live by themselves yeah some of them you know what i mean and that's their social that's their social mm -hmm. interaction and now yeah. it's just gone 
Exactly. You know, that, like, that makes me think of a, there's a man named Jim. He's 86. I meet him. Uh, I met him actually a few months ago at um, a jazz lounge and um, I saw him sitting there by himself and, you know, we were chatting away and now Jim's my good friend and you actually just made that spark my mind. I don't have, he said he doesn't really text or make phone calls. Like, even just thinking about, just for a random example, you know, I'm thinking, like, dang, what's Jim doing now? Because he's not in this jazz yeah. lounge every night. And, like, this is obviously all affecting people for differently. Real. But just, like, that. And he was, like, and we sat down. And I chatted, I've chatted with him for hours on end now. You know, Jim's my friend. And, but just to think, you know, just anybody. It's, like, dang, now you're cooped up. And something he actually specifically said, I was, like, so what brings you out all the time here? And he goes, you know, anything's better than the four walls of my apartment. And so... You saying that is what brought me back to that. And it's like, dang, if we can do anything to try to reach out to anybody, or no matter what it is right now, I think it's like, if you know one person that you know is alone, which you hear, I feel like a lot of people saying right now, but I mean, how many of us have taken action on that? You know what I mean? It's easier. Like, and that's where too, done. I'm also, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Um, that's where I'm fortunate too, I think, is that like, a lot of times I really like being alone. Yeah. Me like, too. Like, I don't want to be by myself forever, no, yeah. you know, yeah. like, but I'm just saying, like. That's so, introvert like, to extrovert. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've seen all over IG. Said, it's like, hey, ch- hey, introverts, check on your extrovert <laughs> friends. <laughs> because, you know, some of those people get their energy off of being out, you know. Where, obviously, I think, I say I play kind of like, I'm almost like a 60-40 introvert, 40 extrovert, like. I like to get out and about, but I could also be alone for like three months. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you. yeah, so like it's, it's, uh, it's different though from our, for us, you know? So, yeah. And we're blessed with, um, having such an awesome family, which, you know, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. I wish everybody could have the same. And for the people that don't, I will say too, though, family is, I believe, kind of what you can make it to. Mm-hmm. I consider, you know, certain people that aren't necessarily like blood, yeah. but there's family. Yeah, like it I'm sure have to be it's, blood, yeah. yeah. It's all about it's all about just creating those connections. We're getting like deep here. Yeah, no, it's true <laughs> though. It's true. It's creating those connections. It doesn't have to be blood. It doesn't have to be anything. I quick note, but I read something the other day about a little girl that had some two older people next door. She didn't have grandparents, and she was like, basically, in short, yo, you want to be my grandparents? And they became her grandparents for life. Like random story, but you know what I mean. I'm yeah. like, at the end of the day doesn't have to be the blood and if it is awesome and if it's not you know still matters just as much yeah so. real talk yeah real talk. i guess the thing is this connection at the end of the day right yeah. and that's what i'm seeking to do with this podcast with all the videos i make and like you did a great job and i'll give you props again on, the, you. on your first youtube video Thank for real because it's not easy but when you make it look easy, it seems easy. Uh, so yeah, you know, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank all, you. Man. All in a day's work. But... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but it feels good for sure, and something that I think I've realized, like that I've been wanting to let out and to be able to give that content to help people. Um, just realize, just coming from a real sense of myself, I think is super. And cool. like once again, it sounds cheating, but like helping people helps you. Or, yeah. You know, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's, definitely. First of all, it's the best feeling ever. That's why so many people want to do it. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I want to help everybody. It's like, yeah. And like, that's something that actually someone brought up to me at one point because she knew I've been studying psychology for a while. And she's like, so am I narcissistic for wanting to help people simply to help myself? And I was like, um, maybe I, <laughs> like, uh, let me get back to you on that one. But, uh, keep helping people you know what i mean you know what i'm saying so and it, it does it makes it goes full circle and that's the beautiful part about it so, oh yeah yeah. Oh, yeah it's been a real podcast yeah Ella. for real anything uh you well let's do a little more plugs check out positive mind emily oh yeah positive period mind period emily See, it, thank you for doing that because i'll say stuff and it needs to be exact yeah like, no that's the first time i've actually made it exact so. Yeah. yeah so check that out I- ig, IG yeah. and on, on the ig you currently have some like cool poetry yeah some inspirational... right now yeah right now with poetry uh like all my own poetry mixed with some like overlaying art on that poetry but i'm about to start incorporating now uh this youtube channel that i'm about to start that i just filmed here with the bro so uh, yeah, yeah uh, there's some cool content to come let me tell you that yeah we were breaking it down last night like i was saying we got list yeah so you got spider list of... webs on spider webs baby uh, yeah <laughs> and now you know what it's time to do what? Go burn one down. Dude, let's go burn it to the let's ground. Burn, let's burn it down. Yeah. You out there do the same. And thank you for tuning in once again. Yeah. Hanging out. Um, I hope this found you well. 
And uh, last but not least, thank you to my friends at T-Check. It can be like your go-to like device. It's mine right now. I've barely been getting into it um, to test, like I said, your coconut oils, your butter, your yeah. alcohol tinctures, um, and it has the expansion kit to test your flour, which I think is really cool, especially if you're a grower and even if you're not and you're getting a bag. Make sure you're getting what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, like, oh, this is some really good shit. Actually, I tested it, and it's not that <laughs> yeah. good. So uh, give me what $20. Is it? It's T-Check, you said? Yeah, T-Check. Yeah, thank you, T-Check, yeah. for T-Check and that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Check your sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one, or I will, and uh, we'll have Emily back. Yeah, and, thanks uh, for having me. Uh, it was yeah, a yeah. good chat. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be down in Florida, and I'll do some cool content down there. Talk to you soon, guys. All right. Peace. Bye. This is True Buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True Buzz.